الحمد لله الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وأمينه على وحيه أدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق جهاده فصلوات الله وسلامه وبركاته عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فيا أيها المسلمون اتقوا الله تبارك وتعالى اتقوه في السر والعلانية اتقوه في الغيب والشهادة Fear Allah in private and in public Fear Allah in secret and in open فإنه من يتق الله يجعل له مخرجا because the one who fears Allah, Allah will make a way out for him. And he'll provide him from sources, from avenues that he never ever even imagined. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has said in his book, He said concerning the day of judgment, when the souls shall be paired, shall be joined, i.e. joined with those souls that are similar, similar to them. And he said in his book, فَإِنَّمَا هِيَ زَجَرَةٌ وَاحِدَةٌ فَإِنَّمَا هِيَ زَجَرَةٌ وَاحِدَةٌ فَإِذَا هُمْ يَنْظُرُونَ It shall only be one blast, one cry, one shout, and then behold, They'll be there staring. They shall say, Woe be unto us. This is the day of judgment. This is the day of settlement that you used to deny. Assemble together those that transgressed and their azwaj and their partners and whatever they used to worship. The salaf of this ummah from the sahaba, Umar ibn al-Khattab, ibn Abbas, and Nu'man ibn Bashir and others, they said concerning this ayah, i.e., Gather those that have transgressed وَأَشْبَاهِهِمْ وَنَظَائِرِهِمْ وَمَنْ كَانَ يَعْمَلْ بِمِثْلِ عَمَلِهِمْ Gather together, assemble together the transgressors وَأَزْوَاجِهِمْ and their partners, meaning those that were like them, those that resembled them, those that did the same actions that the transgressing people engaged in. And the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, 
in the hadith recorded by Imam Muslim in his Sahih from Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah he said man tashabbaha bi qawmin fahuwa minhum whoever resembles a people then he is from them if you resemble a people in their kufr in their disbelief you are from them you will get the recompense that they will get if you resemble a people in their nifaq in their fusuq in their hypocrisy in their disobedience in their evil doing in their adat in their culture their practices their habits like some of the muslims do like some of the muslims will most likely be doing tomorrow when the disbelievers are going to be celebrating that pagan festival of halloween then there are muslims that celebrate along with them copy them along with them calling it halaloween if you if you resemble a people if you like a people then you're from them you'll get their reward you'll be raised with them on yawm al-qiyamah assembled with them on the day of judgment this matter this matter of resembling the disbelievers imitating the disbelievers copying the disbelievers blindly following the disbelievers this matter is what allah has warned us in his in his book and it is what the messenger والسلام, cautioned us against while we bear in mind that this does not mean that we become hostile to the non-muslims like that murderous barbaric individual did yesterday in paris whereby he beheaded three people or he killed three people in the name of jihad falsely and fraudulently in the name of islam what he did there has got no association with islam at all when we say that we do not that we are prohibited from imitating the disbelievers this does not mean that we become hostile to them we are good to them we are fair with them we are just with them whether it is the case that we live in their lands or whether it is the case that they come to our lands we are good and we are fair with them however the messenger of allah والسلام, in this hadith he prohibits us from copying them from imitating them because when you copy a people externally then that will lead to you imitating them internally الشيخ صالح الفوزان هي سيد الأمر خطير جدا أمر التشبه والآن كما تعلمون التشبه قائم على قدم وساق هي سيد that this matter it is severe it is dangerous the affair of resembling the disbelievers and now as you know that the Muslims they are blindly following the disbelievers full swing the Muslims are following the disbelievers, imitating them, full swing. Up until even in the most pettiest and the most pointless of affairs, in the most foolish and ridiculous of matters, the Muslims are blindly following the disbelievers. Sheikh Fozani continues, وما عمل الكفار فهو الرقي والتقدم الحضارة. We we are running behind the disbelievers in their customs, in their habits. Whatever the disbelievers do, that is considered modernity. That is considered advancement. 
That is considered being civilized. لِأَنَّ الْمَغْرُورِ يَرَى أَنَّ الْكُفَّارِ أَعْطَاهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي هَذِهِ الدُّنْيَا بَسْطَةً وَصِنَاعَةً Because the one that is fooled, he thinks that Allah has given the disbelievers wealth and industry. فَظَنَّ أَنَّهُمْ مَا حَصَلُوا عَلَى هَذَا إِلَّا بِأَخْلَاقِهِمْ And so he falsely thinks that the disbelievers, those that we are commanded to be good with and fair with and not to be hostile with. The foolish person he thinks, the one that is duped, he thinks that Allah has given the disbelievers the dunya because of their akhlaq. And so you end up following them in that regard. Sheikh Fawzani then continues, مَا يَدْرِي أَنَّهُمْ حَصَلُوا عَلَى هَذَا بِالْكَدِّ وَالْإِحْتِمَامِ وَنَحْنُ تَكَاسَلْنَا وَإِلَّا الْأَصَلْ أن الإسلام هو الأصل في هذا الإسلام حتى على الصناعة حتى على الكسب حتى على طلب الرزق لنستغني عن الكفار حتى على هذا لكن نحن, نت... لكن نحن تكاسلنا وهم جدوا فيها فأعطاهم الله ما يريدون The person that is fooled by the disbelievers and he follows them he imitates them he does not know that the only reason why the disbelievers ended up getting this advancement is by toil and hard work and labor. Even though Islam, that is, the asl is found in Islam in that regard. Islam itself, it encourages earning a living. Islam itself, it encourages that a person, he goes into industry. Islam itself, it encourages these things so that a people can be free of any need. From the disbelievers, but we become lazy and lax in this regard and thus blindly followed the disbelievers and Allah has given them whatever they wanted from the dunya. This affair, ya ibadallah, what al-allamah al-shaykh Salih al-Fawzan, he said, we know it with our eyes, how we have blindly followed the disbelievers up until it has affected us in our ibadat, in our akhlaq. Why? Because we consider them to be greater than us. We consider, we consider them to be mightier than us. We look up to them. Al-Shaykh Al-Allama, Al-Imam, Al-Muhaddith, Muhammad Nasruddin Al-Albani, he said, he said, مِنْ عَادَاتِ الْأُمَمْ أَنْ يَأْخُذْ بَعْضُهَا عَنْ بَعْضٍ وَأَنْ يُقَلِّذْ بَعْضُهَا بَعْضًا وَإِنَّمَا يَأْخُذَ الضَّعِيفِ مِنَ الْقَوِيِّ وَإِنَّمَا يُقَلِّدَ الضَّعِيفِ فَالْقَوِيِّ The nature of nations is that they take from each other. And the only one that blind follows is the weak. The weak he blindly follows, the one that is strong. As is being witnessed today in the absolute sense of the word. Up until the Shaykh, he said, this is the nature. The only reason why the Ummah of Islam have ended up blindly following the disbelievers in every single thing is because we, we look up to them. We look up to them. We honor them. We hold them in high regard. Shaykh Al-Albani, he then continues to say, لِذَلِكَ جَاءَ الْإِسْلَامِ فِي جُمْلَةِ مَا جَاءَ بِهِ 
من المقاصد والقواعد أنه ينهى المسلمين أن يتشبهوا بالكافرين And thus among the principles and guidelines that Islam came with is prohibiting the Muslims from resembling the disbelievers. And then the, up until the Shaykh, he said, Kulluha, ay al-qawaid wal-ahadith alati tanha an al-tashbih bil-kuffar, kulluha tu'addi ila haqiqatin wahida, ala wahiya, حافظوا على شخصيتكم المسلمة ولا تقلدوا الكفار في شيء من تقاليدهم ومن عاداتهم All of the Islamic principles on this topic All of the ahadith on this topic They signify one reality And that is Preserve and protect your Islamic identity And do not blindly follow the disbelievers in anything from the affairs this matter, my brothers, may Allah bless you. This matter, it is something as dangerous as it is. Dangerous upon our religion. Dangerous upon our worldly affairs. It is something that the Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, he prophesied concerning. He, alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, in the narration declared Hassan by Imam al-Albani, in Silsila Sahiha, he said, لَيَأْتِيَنَّ عَلَى النَّاسِ زَمَانِ قُلُوبُهُمْ قُلُوبُ الْأَعَاجِمِ The Prophet, he said, a time is going to come in which the hearts of people, meaning the hearts of the Muslims, is going to be like the hearts of the non-Arab. I.e., it's going to be like the hearts of the disbelievers. Al-Shaykh Al-Allama Hamoud Al-Tawajari Rahimahullah Ta'ala, he said, إِنَّمَا شَبَّهَا قُلُوبَهُمْ بِقُلُوبِ الْأَعَاجِمِ لِقِلَّةْ فِقْهِهِمْ فِي الدِّينِ وَانْحِرَافِهِمْ عَنِ الْمُرُوآتِ الْعَرَبِيَّةِ وَتَخَلُّقِهِمْ بِأَخْلَاقِ الْأَعَاجِمِ The reason why the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, likened the hearts of the people with the hearts of the non-Muslims is because of the lack of religious understanding that people will have at that time, like today. And because of the lack of chivalry, the lack of muru'ah, the lack of manhood, those characteristics of being a gentleman, of respect, of dignity, of honor, that the Muslims will have abandoned. And because of them taking on board the akhlaq of the kuffar. This the Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, he prophesied. And think about it, how true it is. Think about it. The Muslim Ummah was united upon one single aqidah, one single manhaj, one single understanding of the deen. And they enjoyed that blessing of unity, generation after generation after generation. Up until when? Up until the Khilafah of Al-Ma'moon Al-Abbasi. Why? What happened then? What happened then as a result of which the Ummah became split and has continued to become split ever since that day? What happened at the Khilafah of Al-Ma'moon Al-Abbasi, Taqlid Al-Kuffar? Blindly following the Madhahib, the Nadriyat, 
the ideologies, the theories of the disbelievers, because at that time, Greek philosophy was being translated into the Arabic language. And so those Muslims that weren't grounded in the correct Islamic theology, they ended up explaining away the ayat, explaining away the hadith, explaining away the characteristics of Allah in light of Al-Mantiq Al-Yunani, in light of Greek thought, Greek logic, Greek philosophy. Taqlid Al-Kuffar. What they did is the same thing that is happening today. What they did in that era, in the era of Imam Ahmed, making taqlid of those that they considered to be uqala, intellectuals from the disbelievers, and then explaining away the Sharia of Islam in light of Greek philosophy, what they did in the era of Imam Ahmed is the same thing that the Muslims have fell into in this era as a result of embracing the ideologies and the nadriyat, the theories of the disbelievers. As the uh, Sheikh Al-Allama, Rabi ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, he said, he said, Al-an, yaqudunana ila wihdati al-adyan intilaqan min al-qaidati al-khabithat al-khabithat al-mudammara nata'awan fi mattafaqna alayh wa ya'adhiru ba'duna ba'dan fi makhtalafna fi. هذه قاعدة ماسونية نجسة هذه القاعدة وضعها الماسون لجمع الشعوب والأمم والأديان والملل والنحل, والنحل تحت راية ماسونية واحدة This principle that many of us have come across that let us gather together in whatever we agree upon and let us excuse each other in what we differ in Al-Allama, Al-Imam, Rabi' ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, he said that this principle, this principle is a principle that has been placed by the Freemasons. Islam never came with this principle. Freemasonry, what is it based upon? It is based upon three, shi three slogans of freedom, i.e. liberty, of adl, of justice, and of musawa, of equality. And the Muslims, because they were ignorant, the mufakkireen, the so-called thinkers, because they were ignorant about the aqeedah and the manhaj that the salaf were upon, they ended up taking these nadriyat, these ideologies of the disbelievers, ideologies of Leninism, ideologies of Russian communism, and then they explained away the Quran and the Sunnah in light of the philosophies of the disbelievers, because they held the philosophies of the disbelievers in high regard. And as a result of that, as a result of that, the Muslims, they have fallen into grave mistakes in the actions that they do and the statements that they make. This musawa, this equality. Islam never came with equality. Where is the musawa, equality in Islam? Allah Jalla wa Ala, He says, Hal Those who know and those who don't know, are they alike? Of course they're not alike. The people of paradise and the people of Jannah, are they alike? Ashabul Jannah, humul faizun. The people of Jannah, they are faizun, they're the winners. لِذَّكَرِ مِثْلُ The male inheritor, he gets two portions of the female inheritor. Where's the equality there? There's no equality, but there's adl, there's justice. Because the man, he is the one that has been burdened, burdened with the financial responsibility. So when the disbelievers, they say, Equality, equality. 
The, the Muslim, he comes along and he says, yes, our religion talks about equality. The disbelievers, they say, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. And so the ignorant Muslim, he comes along and he says, yes, our religion, it teaches freedom of speech, freedom of expression. What are you talking about? Our religion does not teach freedom of speech, freedom of expression. For you, are you allowed to say about Allah Jalla wa whatever you want to say? Are you allowed to say about the Prophet whatever you want to say? Even those that speak from the disbelievers about al-hurriyah, freedom and liberty and freedom of speech, even they don't, even they don't implement it. Because freedom of speech is what? You can curse, you can mock, you can ridicule, you can vilify the best of creation. You can accuse him of lies, of slander. The one that is the most merciful of mankind sent upon this earth, you can say whatever you want about him. But as for, but as for refuting that, as for refuting that and rebutting that, then that is considered disunity. That is considered disunity. They themselves don't abide by their own nadriyat. The disbelievers, they come with ideologies, the ideology of the scientific theories that they have. And the Muslims, what do they end up doing? They end up blindly following them. So the disbelievers, they come and they say that the sun, it is the earth that goes around the sun in absolute contradiction to what Allah Jalla wa ala has told us and what the messenger he said. The sun it is gliding to its, its destination, to where it's going to set. The messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, he said in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, He said concerning the place where the sun sets, i.e. under the arsh. The sun, it is the thing that rises. It is a thing that sets. We see it with our eyes. Our eyes are saying one thing. Allah is telling us one thing. But then you get Muslims, ignorant of the deen. They will come and they'll impose the nadriyat of the kuffar upon the sharia of Islam. The disbelievers, they say, the universe came into existence via the Big Bang. And so you have ignorant Muslims coming along and saying, yes, the Quran teaches that. The Quran doesn't teach that at all and so on and so forth we could continue for we could continue all day talking about how the muslims have blindly followed blindly imitated the disbelievers without any filter without questioning what they say taking everything that is, that they say on board this ya ibadallah as sheikh saleh al-fuzan he mentioned is khatir is dangerous it's going to have an impact upon you. Maybe not today, but one day it will have an impact, if not upon you, upon your children, upon your grandchildren. And so one of the factors, one of the greatest factors that will protect a person from making taqlid of the kuffar is by not being around them, not being in their lands, not living in their lands, not living in a land where disbelief is predominant. And this is something that the ulama, they have been advising us decade upon decade. Shaykh al-Albani, rahimahullah ta'ala, was advising that continuously upon the Muslims is to go back to their lands of heritage, 
upon the Muslims is to go back to the land of Islam. Because even if it is the case that you don't end up adopting and blindly following the disbelievers, if you bring up your children, your grandchildren in, in such a land, sooner or later, it's going to end up affecting your progeny. Allah Jalla wa'ala, he has said concerning this in his great and mighty noble book, وَمَنْ يُهَاجِرْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ يَجِدْ فِي الْأَرْضِ مُرَاغَمًا كَثِيرًا وَسَعًا People, they say, how am I going to go to the Muslim lands? How am I going to live in the Muslim lands? I'm scared about my livelihood. I'm scared about this. I'm scared about that. Allah, he says, that whoever emigrates for the sake of Allah, he'll find dwelling places. He'll find many places of refuge. And you'll find wealth. Sheikh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'idi, he said concerning this. هَذَا فِي بَيَانِ الْحَثْ عَلَى الْهِجْرَةِ وَالْتَرْغِيبِ وبيان ما فيها من المصالح فوعد الصادق في وعده أن من هاجر في سبيله ابتغاء مرضاته أنه يجد مراغما في الأرض وسعة Allah has promised that you will find wealth Allah has promised that you will find dwelling places to go and live in and then the sheikh he then said وذلك أن كثير فالمراغم مشتمل على مصالح الدين وسعة على مصالح الدنيا وذلك أن كثيرا من الناس يتوهم أن الهجرة أن الهجرة شتات بعد الألفة وفقرا بعد الغنى وذل بعد العز وشدة بعد الرخاء Many people they think that hijrah it means being unsettled after having been settled It means being in difficulty after having been in ease They think that hijrah it means being poor and destitute after having been rich, he then said, "Well, isn't like that. As long and while the Muslim is living between the mushrikeen, then his religion, it is at risk and it is prone to being taken away, to being decreased. فإنهم لما هاجروا في سبيل الله وتركوا ديارهم وأولادهم وأموالهم لله كمل بذلك إيمانهم وحصل لهم الإيمان وحصل لهم من الإيمان التام والجهاد العظيم والنصر لدين الله ما كانوا به أئمة لمن بعدهم. شيخ عبد الرحمن السعدي he said consider then the state of the Sahaba who after having made hijrah after emigrating for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal, he opened up the doorways for them. Allah azza wa jal, he ended up giving them victory. Allah azza wa jal, he ended up making them imams for those that came after them. Walhamdulillah.